You're listening to Cage's Conversation. Today, we're having a conversation with Ade. I asked her some questions about her own childhood. Um, She's going to talk about her experience of growing up in a home where both her parents eventually divorced and how that affected her. She's going to talk about how she started parenting her own children differently based on her own personal experience and how the emotional trauma has affected her as an individual. And then at the end, she would give some advice on how parents should deal with their children, particularly when there's a situation where there's a breakdown in the family unit. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoy it. Yes, absolutely. Um, I think my childhood experience um, did, yeah, did affect me negatively, emotionally. And I think sometimes there, there's even now, I mean, I've dealt with a lot of the issues, but now I still find that they're, they're triggers. Um, I will go back, like I was saying to you, I think last week when we had a conversation, um, KG, that, you know, uh, I remember growing up, you know, in a loving family, like mom and dad, you know, um, met here, we we were, were born here in, in, in the UK and um, they did everything together. Like my parents were like literally the, um, you know, like the envy of their Nigerian friends, community of friends in Nigeria here where my, my dad and mom were like known to be like romantics and, you know, did everything together, went shopping together, dad, you know, childcare was equally, it was a partnership. And then round about eight, when I was at round about eight, they made a decision to go back to Nigeria. And very quickly, um, KG, everything changed where my dad was heavily influenced by his friends and, you know, what people say out there, like, oh, why are you doing this for a woman? Why are you, you know, involved so much and all that? It's a woman's place to do this. It's a woman's place. And my mom wasn't having it. I mean, bear in mind, she's lived here since she was about 17. So she wasn't having any of that. And she was known as the, you know, English wife. And they started to have a lot of marital issues. So it was it was it was really sad and traumatic for me and my siblings, you know, like seeing my parents like literally do everything and just so loving towards each other to then constantly be at war and arguing and fighting a lot. And then before you know it, mom had filed for divorce and then there was a court proceeding because there was battle for custody. Um and so, you know, where you kind of just think, you know, how did they get to this? Uh, and I remember, um, you know, after they had, well, their divorce had stayed taking, taking place and all, mom obviously was so engrossed in being successful in Nigeria as well. She wanted to be at the peak of her career. So we were not giving even that attention that we were used to because obviously in Nigeria, it was a maid and, you know, other people that did everything for us and we saw less and less of mom. My grandmother, my maternal grandmother then decided to step in thinking, you know, you guys have brought kids from England and then, you know, they're basically being parented by other people. She decided to take me and my sister, the one after me, to live with her and of course, my grandmother, too, was very bitter at my mom. She was very angry at mom because, you know, the Nigerian culture, you know, at what, at every cost, you you sustain your marriage. Even when, you know, you're not happy, it's a woman's role to keep the marriage together. So when she was quite frustrated with my mom, 
grandma literally took it out on us as well where you know she would say things and say well don't stress me out you know your mother is living her best life while i'm doing the parenting kind of thing and it just made me quite angry um and i think you know uh it, it kind of had an impact emotionally where sometimes it's like i'm thinking well maybe we're not wanted maybe this is our fault you know why did this happen kind of thing and i i kind of felt that for me i e affected not just even intimate relationship as i you know got to that age i think even friendship where i will go out of my way to just do things for friends to just please them and then in terms of relationship even when i knew that you know i didn't want to be there or wasn't happy i did everything to sustain that relationship because i didn't want what happened to my parents to happen and then you know hearing that it was mom's fault that she couldn't you know keep the marriage at all costs kind of thing so you kind of remain in relationships that you really shouldn't be in um so yeah it did it did yeah have an effect but i think um i sort of got to a point where i had to start i think it almost took me to go back to do my um secondary degree in the uk to kind of realize because i went into social work realized that you know what i needed some areas i needed to work on certain areas uh of my childhood you know for me to be able to change the narrative Oh yes, um, I think, yeah, it did impact, my childhood experience did impact on the way I parented my own kids. I would say more in a more positive way than negative, but um, I think at the very beginning, I had that, like I was saying earlier, that I had that issue where even when I wasn't happy, I remained in relationship. I had to sit down and reflect and think, was this going to, was it doing any good to, to my children? What, what, uh, what kind of role model am I being by teaching them that, you know, you stayed at all costs in circles, in any shape, what, whether it's intimate or friendship, you do not tolerate people just because you wanted to prove a point to the world and to family and other people so yeah i got to that point where i had to kind of make decisions to kind of see what was best in the best interest of my children rather than you know what would people say or you know just because i wanted it to look good that you know i was sustaining a relationship for the very wrong reasons but i would say it had a positive impact on how i parented my own children because what i then took away from my parents uh, the breakdown in their relationship or the struggles that they had was like i listened i listen i still do it listen to my children rather than just like you know kind of think well i'm making a decision that suits me i have to carry them along i talk to my children all the time i involve them and i listen to you know how things are making them feel as well because my parents were so caught up in their own issues and problems that they never saw the impact it had on us it was just like well you know we're giving you the best of you know everything in terms of going to good schools uh we didn't lack anything financially we went on good holidays and all that and that for them is what they think you know um, a child requires i look deep i dissect you know every emotions that my children go to of course yes yeah, sometimes you kind of find that 
you tend to behave like your parents sometimes where you know you don't want to hear the children especially when you're feeling vulnerable and overwhelmed as well you just like kind of oh you know just do as i say kind of thing and uh, you know get on with it kind of thing but i have to constantly speak to myself and kind of say how did he make me feel when my parents were so engrossed in their own problems and i was shut down and i just had to get on with it and then i go back and i reflect and i sit down and i talk with the children and i kind of understand that because for me it's it's also a partnership with the children it doesn't matter how old they are you have to listen to them and kind of talk things through and hear them you understand so i kind of yeah had to get to that point where i'm trying to not want the way that things affected me um when my parents had their issue to also have that impact on my children um, my advice to parents on how to help their kids navigate their emotions in the event of separation and divorce is um, you need not to lie to the children. My parents did a lot of covering up, you know, um, when they started having their issues. You know, I kind of see mom get upset sometimes and she was, oh, everything is fine. Um, that is a no-no, you know. I If I know there's a problem in the relationship or, you know, in the marriage kind of thing, I start to carry the kids along because I just think that it's so unfair for you to give them this fairy tale of what's going on and then, boom, they find out that, you know, things are not what mom and dad seem it to be. That actually causes a lot of anger in children. And if you let them also be involved, you know, what are your thoughts on this, you know, um, of course, children will have their own opinion and idea of what they want the home to, to be like. But you need to be honest and open and transparent with them. I say that all the time about every aspect of parenting. It's about honesty and transparency. Because once a child finds out that you're lying to them, they, I think when they kick back, it's always actually worse than when you've told them and you can work through things. I think, you know, you also need to let them seek if they feel maybe they need to talk to somebody else it could be a professional it could be somebody else that they trust in the family where you're able to get the true emotions of how the separation or the divorce is affecting the child and that way you will be able to walk through things so i think um allowing the children to speak their truth is always very very important and then to seek help for them if they do require it. Because parents are so caught up in their own issues and they tend to do what's in their best interest rather than look at the best interest of the child. And when I say best interest of the child, I'm not saying, you know, stay in a marriage that would then have a really negative effect on that children because that's usually not in the best interest of the child. But when I'm saying best interest of the child is about both parties remaining amicable and if possible maintain a positive relationship with one another because that's what's in the best interest of the child when they see that mom and dad are they're not together but they're still united and they're happy and they're making it work and they're doing things together that actually has a better impact on the children rather than staying in that and uh, a very unhappy relationship where all they're experiencing is toxicity you know hostility fights and of arguments and you know just not being on the same page so you rather be separated 
and be on the same page and you can parent your children positively rather than you know staying in the same household and it's just like sometimes the kids don't even want to come home you know so i think it's about again like i said honesty transparency involving the children listening to the children and working together as parents separated or divorced parents in the best interest of your children i think um on on a final note all i'm going to kind of um add to you know to this is that people especially our parents um well i can only speak it from my own personal experience again tend to kind of think that you know um money fixes everything and you know things are not to be spoken about and all that that was their struggle and um even as an adult i still find sometimes you know um i get upset with my mother when i try to address some of this um childhood experiences and she tries so she's so in denial where she kind of think oh what are you talking about i i gave you the best of everything and you know uh, that was my own struggle that was my issue you were just a child then it had nothing to do with you you know and i say to her, i said have you actually sat down because you're still not listening as an adult when i'm trying to tell you that me and my siblings had you know it still affects us even till now differently i have been able to silk you know um counseling and um i think my experience um, being a social worker i've been able to kind of unpick and dissect some of the issues and kind of you know i need to then move forward rather than leave in my childhood experiences my sisters you know they have different issues that is linked to childhood experiences and even when i've said to mom you know we still need to talk about this and let everybody because i believe that even some of the ways that mom handled things also goes back to how her childhood was so people don't understand it that you can carry baggages from when you were such a young child into adulthood and it affects relationship that you build with certain people um that come into your life so what i would say on a final note is if you recognize that some experiences as a child are impacting on your adult life or the way you're parenting your children i employ people to you know there's no shame i know it's a stigma from our culture as africans but there is actually no shame in speaking about your childhood experiences getting professional help and actually reevaluating how those experiences are affecting you as a parent and how the impact on your children please listen to children be honest with children seek help for the sake of your children and always always you know know that there's someone somewhere to talk to i mean it might not necessarily be some people feel comfortable talking to um professionals while some don't feel comfortable doing so but i implore you to try and address it and of course if the parents that you know um the parents are still very much alive you know try and also have that discussion because sometimes you know i i said to one of my aunties that kind of try to understand why sometimes i something triggers something and then i'm kind of pissed off at my mother and she tried to understand why and i said to her that it felt like um a wound that i hadn't been that's not healed yet and until we kind of address it or we kind of try to you know treat that wound then we can't move forward so it needs to heal so um and I, like i said you know i've tried to for us to sit down maybe individually and then as a collective like my siblings and my mom and we talk about it because until you find healing then you cannot you know move on properly but 
my mom, you know, again, typical African mother, as I call, you know, there's nothing to talk about, you know, well, happy, everything is honky-dory now. And I kind of say, well, you don't understand it, you know, I I think I found my way, but if you look at your two other daughters, that's why sometimes there's a bit of, um, you think it's closeness, but there's a bit of distance where they don't share certain things with you. And um, so I'm just hoping that, you know, as a new generation parents or parents that are trying to do better than some of our parents, we listen, we um, take on board the children's experiences and, you know, don't shut them down and try and, you know, be more um, in tune with the emotions of our children, regardless of what's going on with us in our own relationships.